Do you need a specialized recruitment partner to send you only qualified candidates? Do you need interim staff while you conduct a search for a permanent employee? Or are you losing hires to competitors? Renowned talent recruits experienced HIM, RCM, and CDI professionals using their trusted candidate screening and retention process for health systems and employers around the U.S. Whether you have one or multiple openings that you need to fill ASAP, please visit Renowned Talent. Talent.com and tell them you heard this ad through the NEC podcast. Again, visit Renown Talent, R E N O W N Talent.com and tell them you heard this ad through the NEC podcast. You are listening. You are listening. You're listening to Do Not to Not Elsewhere. Not Elsewhere. Elsewhere. Elsewhere Classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Not Else Reclassified podcast. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I did take last week off to spend time with family. So in today's episode, we are continuing my conversation with Christine Hall from Sterling Global Solutions. But before we begin the second half of the interview, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. Over 70% of our listeners listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. So please pick up your Apple device, go to Apple Podcasts, and leave our show a five-star rating and a review. By doing this, it helps get our podcast noticed. Check out Medical Coding Geek and the Not Also Classified podcast on social media, including Facebook and Instagram. You could also check out Medical Coding Geek on TikTok. You could find all things Medical Coding Geek, including our Facebook groups and our resources, which includes the CEU hit list where I provide free CEUs every month by going to our website, medicalcodinggeek.com. I did some web work, (laughs) if you want to say that, and created a resources tab. In that resource tab, you could find all free content, including our YouTube, this podcast, and also those free CEUs. And of course, you could find me, Brian Kui. My last name is spelled C-U-I. I'm on LinkedIn. So in today's second half of the episode, if you haven't listened to the first episode of Christine's interview, I highly suggest you do that. In this episode, she started to talk about how she got into owning a business. And then from that point, she discusses how she owned other businesses, including a lawn service business. And then we go into talking about her podcast, Coding with Christine Hall. And before I leave you with the second half of the episode, I do want to direct you to listening to Who Cares What Stacy Says with Stacy Buck, where she actually interviews Christine Hall in a more in-depth, I think, three-part uh, podcast episode. And then following this episode, the Not Also Classified podcast, I highly suggest you go back to listening to Who Cares What Stacy Says, where I recently was a guest on Stacy's podcast. 
And just to give you an idea, the interview itself lasted for about three and a half hours. So without further ado, here is part two of my interview with Christine Hall. Enjoy. So I went to go work for her, and um, within a few months of working with her, she had had a health scare, and she put the business up for sale. And I was okay, put the business up for sale. So she had some people come in, and, and she had talked to them about purchasing the business, and and I was going to go with the flow. And she just didn't mesh with anybody enough to want to give this business over. Yeah. So she sat me down and said, "Look, I I see something in you, and I think you do have an entrepreneurial head, and I think that you can." definitely handle this and I'm going to mentor you, but oh, I want to finance the business for you. I want to. So for six months, she came every Friday. She helped me do payroll. She helped me run all my management reports, all the, the KPIs for the doctors, how to talk to them, do the transition in company, really just held my hand. Yeah. And, and I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you got the, you got the business. <laughs> Business, but I also got the that management component of yeah. it and the entrepreneurial. I've been a manager before and I've managed people, but right. never with it's different when these are your policies and procedures now. Ah, okay. It's very different. So um yeah, so she mentored me and it was amazing. And I, I ran the business for 17 years and had lots of great people come and work for me and lots of great clients and um so yeah, there was just another one of those moments that everything seemed to align properly and and it worked well. No, right, right. And and the same process applies. You ask questions, mm-hmm. you got then you add the added as the, the added aspect of mentoring. Yes. Right. It's not that you were doing it by yourself. That's why I was wondering. Did you just acquire it and you know, again, ask yourself a bunch of questions and then you got yeah. it and then it, it became successful, but then the, you came in with the with the insertion of the mentoring aspect. Yes, yes. So, and now yeah. over those years, I, I dabbled a little bit in other entrepreneurial uh, opportunities. Yeah. So I did buy a few companies and they did very well. And as mm. soon as they were doing well and uh, I sold them. <laughs> oh, okay. So so I was able to do that as well. And then when I, I sold my company, I sold it. It's still operating. I still consult for it. Oh, good. Um, I just don't, I'm not... I had to make a choice in life. Yeah. It was consuming my life at that point, And it was right. just managing. And I wanted to do more. I wanted to get back with people. Like we had been talking earlier. I, I thrive on teaching and being uh, presenting and being with the audience mm-hmm. and connecting with people. And that's something that I, I just got so far away from running a business that, yeah. that it was time. It was time. Right. It's like you, 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 you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So I think the like, did you for all of those businesses that you acquired were they were they businesses that weren't doing well or they were at a certain point and you wanted to make them better? Yes, there was. There were uh, there were five in total. Mm. Two of them were from the ground up, mm. and three of them I had purchased them when they were not doing too great, but they had great customer lists and they mm. they they had good bones, and and I knew that I could come in and and some of them were for for things that I had like I bought a lawn service. Wow, I, I don't even cut <laughs> my own grass, right? But 
um, you know, going in South Florida. So you know that the lawn service is going to do well and with a little bit of marketing and with the right people in place and setting some standards and putting policies in place, this is the expectation. I want this, this, and this done. And then, you know, putting the, the, the person in place to manage all those people, then it was doing great. And when I got a relatively healthy client list and the equipment was all paid off and everything, mm -hmm. that was the time to sell it. And it, it did very well. It sold well. Wow. So, oh, okay. So you're yeah. like, like it's, it's, um, it was an investment. You're basically, like, yeah, you flip them. So like yeah. you would get in there, you do all of the renovations and then when mm -hmm. they look, look, look nice and sparkly, right. that's right. Adios. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And you pocket the, the, the amount, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's nice. Absolutely. Yeah. That's nice. so. so from your, um, so as I, I guess, you know, from your building company and multiple companies, right? <laughs> and you mentioned this before where you, I guess you don't want to have your hands on the, on the wheel of the business because each and every, I'm sure, well, did you, did you at some point in time own, how many businesses at one time did you own? Did you own all five or multiple at one no, time? Or no, were they in, I, in different the, segments? There, I think the most I ever had was three at one time. Oh, geez. But one coming in and one going out. Okay. While I had the other ones going. The billing company was my solid. That's where I was every day. Right. The other ones, they were coming in and they were going out. Or, or uh, you know, I think I had two other ones at one time that were, that were operating. But I'm a huge uh, fan of, I don't want to say rules because that sounds so rigid. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> guidelines you know policy and procedures i think i think when people know what their what their expectation is yeah then they have a goal they can meet mm -hmm. like uh, even my kids they were like oh you're always you know you're, you're driving me to do something or you know i put staff members in and say what's your next quarter goal where are you mm -hmm. going to be next mm -hmm. quarter what do you see for yourself mm -hmm. and um but i think that we all have <laughs> to <laughs> but we all have to have we have to there has to be some standard in place right yeah we just yeah, can't. yeah. When you don't have anything, that's where chaos lives. Yeah. I think so. The word I wanted to say was parameters. You know, yeah. like they just said parameters for, I guess the question was, um, the reason why I asked that is like, how many businesses did you have at one time? So you say about two to three, yeah. right? And did you set a parameter rule that, mm -hmm. you know, you can only hold two to three at, at the same time, or it just so happens that they were just so happened. Yeah, yeah. It just so happened that way. Yeah. And, yeah. and, um, yeah, those were fun years <laughs> when all of that was happening. So, um, but it, I had to go in and put everything had policy procedures. There was right. expectations from everybody, even for example, uh, the, the, the lawn service, like there was an expectation of how everything needed to be done. There was a checklist. Um, like when you load, you unload your equipment and you, you, you start, you know, cutting or you start weed eating or whatever it was that they did first, there was a procedure for it and you checked it off. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, there was a check off for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, my husband is a, an air conditioning man and he had a couple of air conditioning companies. Uh, they didn't, the, the, one of them didn't do very well because he had a bad business partner and, mm -hmm. you know, I think 95% of what you do in life depends on who you pair yourself with either professionally right. or romantically mm -hmm. <laughs> it goes south quickly. But, um, you know, I remember same thing there. I, I first thing that, that I recommended was that they implement those checkboxes. So this is what we do every day. 
this is how you do an installation or this is how you cut the grass or this is how you whatever. And, and in the billing company, it was, this is how you enter a claim, check, check, check. Mm-hmm. This is how you check it against the NCCI or check the modifier, check, the check, check, check. So even now I'm, I'm a huge component of, of uh, checklists and tools, audit tools. When I'm right. looking at documentation, when I'm looking at anything, I have to see certain things. So, and it's nice because other people that come in, these are the expectations. Here's the rules. Here's the, the guides. Here's the tools that you can use, use them. And most of the time we're successful. Don't mm. use them. And that's where we start to see problems. So. That's right. That's right. Now I, I know this is a medical billing, you know, HIM coding podcast, but I'm really interested in that lawn part. <laughs> I mean, not, yeah, that, that I, not that I want to run one, but I, I'm just very, I'm just, this is a very simple question. Were there any regulations uh, that you had to follow, I guess, in running a lawn business? Because I, 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 here's the thing. Yeah, I just had to have a license. I had well, a city and a county thing. license and a license. Master, you know, general liability insurance. That was okay. it. It wasn't, that like, was it wasn't like, okay, you need to, you know, do things at a certain amount of time or follow. Oh, well, yeah. I think it, we, you couldn't do it before 8 a.m. or yeah. 7 a.m., something like that. And you couldn't do it after a certain time in the evening. Um, but otherwise, and, and I tried to stay away from the weekends because we got more traffic from code enforcement looking oh. for weekend warriors without license and things like that. Oh, wow. So, so you had to, you know, so there was a, where it's a Monday through Friday thing. We do it from eight in the morning to five in the afternoon. And it takes this long to cut the grass. It takes this long to weed eat. So you should be able to do 10 lawns a day and with your checklist. And if, right. if, I, were, if I, or, you know, the manager that I had at the time, the foreman, if, if that person goes to the, to the, to that house and all things aren't done, or if I got a phone call and all things weren't done, then we have a problem. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it worked easier that way when you have to rely on people to be independent, you, you do have to have some checks and balances in place. Yeah. No, it made it work. Right. And there is a, a, a very efficient way to cut your grass. <laughs> right. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure there's a parallel with lawn, you know, lawn mowing services <laughs> with, with anything. Right. And so the reason why I asked that, because one of the things that I, I work over here, right. And I, the one thing that I always watch is people as a, as a guy who, who I think he's in, what's his name? His name is Al Blades. He isn't, he's in the Vero beach area. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he does lawns all day, right? Not well, he picks one day out of the week. Um, because I look at the I look at the lawns on my I think this is Port St. Lucie, I think, because the way it looks like, but I know it's Florida, so he does admit it's Florida. I I think he says Lee County, and then he mentioned Vero Beach. But anyways, um, I actually watched that as some form of therapy while I'm working, right? Some 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 form of you know, there's something to to let the the Something I, I need know to listen to. For Christmas, Brian. <laughs> Definitely a lawnmower ornament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would. I would just. He would do the lawn. I think. I don't know. He would pick like one of those. The ones for code enforcement, for example. The lawn is too high, and he would just do it for free, um, just to help out the community. And he would film it. You know, of course, to to fund through the YouTube channel. Uh-huh. And um, he would just. All I would hear is right. I'm just like okay. I'm just auditing away. <laughs> so I was very soothing about that white noise in the background. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, right. And then that's what I've been getting into, especially with um, with sleep. You know, I would actually play some weird podcasts. Um, 
uh, some guy t- mumbling and just talking nonsense. And that just would put me to sleep. Um, another one is, what's it called? Uh, anything with rain mm-hmm. is interesting. Um, there's something called binaural waves or something like that. There's a certain wave frequency that puts you to sleep. And I'm like, okay, well. Wow. I didn't know that. I knew that there was some um sound frequencies that you lose as you get older because nice. my kids are always coming up with these apps and they're like hey mm. and everybody in the room is laughing and i'm i can't hear it so. <laughs> i've reached that age i guess oh i wasn't going to talk about age because stacy talked way too yeah, much we, see i, I noticed i haven't talked about age i know i haven't, I, I haven't talked about um <laughs> what our technology was like back then <laughs> thank you thank you yes i think she she kind of ran that one over a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll try to keep it different. Uh, so the the so going back to I, I don't want to talk about lawn business, but I was very interested in that. But um, so from from the point in where you, I guess you sold all of your your businesses, mm-hmm. right? And then you wanted to transition into teaching. What was that process like, or what what did it lead into your company, Sterling uh, Global Solutions, or what was it? What happened so, when you sold your companies off? I think that's where I wanted to get at. So um, uh, some of the, the selling the companies off also had to do with selling a husband off. Um, so, you know, when you offload a husband, you have to offload some of your assets as well. Yeah. And so that happened. And, um, and so then I was like, well, okay, what am I going to do? Um, uh, the, I kept the billing company for many years after I, I lost the husband. And um <laughs> <laughs> he didn't pass away. I really just like left him on the corner here, <laughs> out of the car. Bye, it's over. Anyway, so um, I get I'm managing everyone. It became the chore, and and I just didn't want to do the mm. chore anymore. So uh, we had a new college that had opened up in my area. It was a um, a private college, Virginia College. It was part of the. Um, uh, what was the name of the company? So some parent company anyway, they yeah, had yeah. a bunch of like Fortis and they had a bunch of other companies there right, right. and they had, they, they put an ad out and they were looking for instructors. And I thought this would be kind of a wonderful way for me to scratch my itch of being with people and teaching and mm. really getting where I wanted to be. So uh, that was wonderful, except I'm not a fan of private colleges yeah. like those tech colleges. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were selling a, a certificate, a diploma for $40,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't even include the certification. And I was like, well, okay, no, I can't, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So um, I had an opportunity to go work with an amazing consultant firm down south in Delray. Mm. And I was driving back and forth from Port St. Lucie every day in Delray. And, and it was a, an amazing opportunity. I learned a lot. Again, I, I, I'm always a student. So I'm always watching and learning these things. And, um, but what they needed me to do was I wanted to do more. Mm. And so the only way that I was going to be able to do more was to leave that company and then start my own thing again. And and I have that entrepreneurial mind. Right. So it's hard to go and be an employee when you, you see the the future. No, I'm not a psychic or anything, but you see the, 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 the potential that something has Mm. and, but that wasn't what they needed me. They needed me to, 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 in another capacity. Yeah. I got you. So yeah, I just had to go your own path. 
Yeah. 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 So, so with this path, like what, what, um, what are you, do? I guess, let me ask you this question. What, what is Sterling Global Solutions do? What, what is, what is it all about? You have a new, you have a new office there. I see. Yes. Yes. We've <laughs> just bought a new building and there's some echo because I don't even have anything hung up yet. Like yeah. literally we've been moving in and I have a bare desk right now. It's, this is really nice because it won't look like this in a few days. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, anyway, so started global, starting global solutions and, um, we do a little bit of everything. I do a lot of education right now, which is what I really love to do. Right. And, and I've had the joy of working with AHIMA, uh, AAPC, uh, some of the other networks that are out there, associations, societies that are out there. So I've done a lot of work with them, uh, either state societies or just uh, private societies. I think I, I mentioned earlier, I speak a lot for the American Portable Diagnostic Association. Mm-hmm. So new that even portable diagnostics have their own association yes. and they need consultants and they need people to help guide those who are actively working in the industry there. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a wonderful opportunity. And I have a background in compliance. So I've had yeah. an opportunity to work with a lot of attorneys on uh, um, bad actors, maybe is a good way to say it. <laughs> um, and I always have to go back to like, Oh, if you had just read the LCD or the NCD, or if you just anyway, so so I've done some of that work with attorneys firms there, and um, just some compliance work. So that's that's really been amazing. And now we've expanded so much over the last year. I know that we COVID was supposed to be a down year for everybody, and it was for so many people. Yeah. That, that I, you know I sympathize so much, but for us with telehealth, yeah, and I. I I've been involved in telehealth for years, way before mm-hmm. it was cool. And now I get to, to really do some consulting on telehealth and how that's working and help a lot of practices that were implemented that last year. It was a really great year for me for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now we've expanded to the point where we needed to have our own building. It's no longer a work from home office kind Amazing. of situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm thrilled. Yeah. I think the last... Um... I try to check out your, which we'll talk about your, your podcast. You were doing it at your dining room table. I think you had mentioned that, right? And, and I was miserable and I didn't mean to be such a whiny, but yeah, but you do what you have to do. Right. right. So um, yeah, we, we moved out of the office and moved to the dining room table. We were there two, almost three months. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm so, so happy to be out of there. Um, it was nice, you know, good thing we could, but, uh, yeah. And, and now I have that little coding with Christine Hall that I kind of do every two weeks. I try yes. to do a little 30 minute, just chat, yeah. um, and say, Hey, here's what's going on. Here's what happened in the final rule. Here's the highlights, or here's the highlight of the, um, ICD 10 codes coming out mm. and read your guidelines, you know? Just hardcore. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, how do you, how do you like the podcasting aspect? So that's what I wanted to know because I know there's a lot of podcasts out there. You jumped on the train, right? And so, how yeah. how's it going for you? It's going great. Yeah, I love it. I have an amazing producer, and she is okay. so motivational that I really don't have to do much of anything. Nice. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but 
she handles everything for me. And, and she is just such a great motivation. You know, she'll start at the beginning of the week, like, do we have everything ready? And here's what we're doing. And there, mm-hmm. look, there's so many people that are interested, Facebook, LinkedIn, and okay. so the motivation is nice as well. And, and I, I like to talk. So yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the podcast fits nicely with me. It's another thing that I just kind of get. I have to fine tune it a little bit. It is, it is very raw right now. I really? feel like there's an opportunity to learn from listening to you and listening oh. to others that do podcasts that I can pick up tips or hints or, Oh, I like the way that he does that or that she does that. Um, so hopefully someday it will, uh, it'll be worthy <laughs> to be alongside with everyone else. I, th- I think, I think the, I mean, <laughs> everybody has their own beginning. Right. And so when mm-hmm. they start their podcast, I've had my beginning, as I mentioned before, and I had, I struggled to, just ask the next question. <laughs> I'm like, um, what's the next question? And, and I, I always listen back as I didn't listen. I was just caught up in the moment. Right. And so uh, of, of getting, just having that person. And there were, there were a couple people actually that were, that I was very nervous. Like I would literally write down all the questions, but I would never ask the questions. And, but then now I don't even write any questions. I just listen. I just ask the next question and then just allow that conversation to flow. Um, so with, with, I, mean, I guess the advice is just keep going, you know? Uh, you. I think when you, when you do a podcast, people like to see the evolution, you know, when you started at episode one mm-hmm. and then up until how many episodes you have now? Project resume can make your medical coding dreams come true. From resumes to interview skills to navigating a successful career, Project Resume has the advice you need from coders you can trust. See all that we have to offer at projectresume.net. Please make sure to reference Medical Coding Geek when you place your order. The Haugen Consulting Group offers healthcare consulting, education, and auditing services utilizing a team of industry experts specializing in leadership, project management, and assessments for HIM and patient access. Their auditors and educators are experts in facility and professional fee coding and offer education for ICD-10-CM, PCS, CPT, HIM, patient access, and revenue cycle. The Haugen Consulting Group is thrilled to be a partner with MedicalCodingGeek.com and the Not Also Classified podcast. Go to thehaugengroup.com slash shop and use promo code GEEK15 at checkout to receive a discount on webinars and desk aids. Again, go to thehaugengroup, H-A-U-G-E-N group.com slash shop and use our promo code GEEK, G-E-E-K-1-5 at checkout. I, I, I don't even know. I, I would have to ask my producer. So awful. I should know. Well, let me let let me ask this question a different way. When did you first start the the podcast? Um, we started the podcast, I think, in July. Okay, of this year. Yeah, yeah, okay. or June, June of this year. June I think of this year, and then you, yeah. what you've done? You said every two weeks. So June it was every week, and that got week. to be a little too much yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. Mm. Like, just not enough time. So then uh, we took the month of August off. Because mm. I thought we would be done with this, this building, right. and, um, but uh, it wasn't. It didn't happen. So we yeah, had yeah. to go back to the dining room table. But um, yeah, we took the month of August off, and I decided we're going to do it every two weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. easier for me to do it that way. And and in two weeks' time, 
lots happens in our industry. Yes. So either CMS is putting out something or we've got a new code or, you know, of course, at the end of the year, we have all of our rollouts. Mm -hmm. And, but I also take from what I'm working on at the time. So if it's, yeah, if I I was working on an audit and the, that particular group had a problem with modifier 51 and 59, and I found that I was repeating myself over and over and over again, I thought, oh, this would be something good to talk about because- You know, like, a, like a little event session. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you about how to. <laughs> there's, a, there's one thing that I do. Oh, geez. So uh, I'm getting my, by the way, I'm getting my camera here. Jeez. So I, I use this little, little camera here. Right. And so wow. I work over on this side. This is my front. This is in front of my house and there's a window right here. So I'm, I'm doing the, I do denials, right? <laughs> I do the denials, right? So uh, for for the payer, and because my background is in CDI, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, I very, uh, how do I don't want to say, I very, I scrutinize the CDI query a lot, especially if it's included in the medical record. And I would look at it, and I'm like, wait a second, you know. And sometimes the, um. As I always say, there are people who create queries that result in denials. And so every time I see it, I just grab the camera and I'm like, oh my, and I don't give any information out, but I would would just tell the story of like, what's going on here? Like, you know, what is, why am I picking up this camera? Why do I feel this way? And I would explain it. So like for, for, I already have like a bunch of them from September that I still have to release on YouTube. And there was one that I was on the, um, what is it? Alan Frady's podcast, uh, Coder versus CDI. And I brought it up to him and that got him on the edge of his seat. And he started like, you know, started asking a bunch of questions. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to release it. I'm going to tag you so you can watch it because it, if it frustrated me and there was like three more that frustrated me, um, I think you just find that interesting. <laughs> I, I, I smack my forehead a lot yeah, when I'm yeah. reading documentation. Uh, no, you did not write that in the documentation. Yeah. Or where did this diagnosis come from? I don't. There's nowhere, anywhere yeah. that there's remotely going to support this diagnosis. That's right. I, you know, you have to ask where did it come from. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I said I, I need to. I, I have this energy, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to just put it in there. Uh, rather than just empty space and nobody listens to me because nobody's here anyways, I might as well give it to a YouTube audience and have them listen, you know? So that's, that's the, that's the reasoning of all of that YouTube. So here's the next question then. So you're starting a podcast. I, I, you, you do video, right? So does it go to YouTube or? It does. It goes to YouTube and it uh, streams on LinkedIn and uh, Facebook. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. And you, do you do it live or is it pre-recorded? I do it live. Do you? Yeah. And what do you use for, for your streaming? I'm just curious. Re, uh, restream. Restream. Okay. Yes. It's kind of like similar to StreamYard or all of yeah. those things. Okay. Yeah. It just links all of those, those social medias together and it's just one release. And, and then it's, mo- it's mostly uh, just you, right? Or is it, do you have guests? I haven't had any guests yet. Um, it was just me kind of going over, yeah. you know, the, some of these things. And and I've also been told that I might be giving away too much information. Oh. So uh, yes, after my, 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 my uh, dinner the other night, when I was talking with some, some other 
consultants out there and they said you know christine you got to dial it back a little bit you know <laughs> oh so sorry <laughs> i just wanted to be helpful yeah 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 so, don't give away but, the sauce the secret sauce <laughs> exactly that was the, i think that was the exact thing that was said oh, to really me. <laughs> yeah please stop like, okay yeah. no problem um so so yeah that's uh but i want to have more people um i i did speak for Ozark coding. So I had Jennifer McNamara just, yes. you know, do a shout out about her summit that she did recently. Okay, and then um, Kimberly Williams, uh, Jolivet Williams, she also had a colloquium recently. So she came on and did a shout out for that too. And, okay. And, uh, yes. but I haven't gotten into interviewing anybody yet. I want to kind of fine tune me <laughs> before I bring more into it. Yeah. So maybe someday. I'll call I mean, you. I mean, hey, I, I, you I, want to be on my podcast? Sure, why not? <laughs> I, mean, I don't. If, if it gives me an opportunity to talk instead of these four walls, I mean, um, I'm, I'm game, you know. Um, but I think you know when I listened to you know you and Stacy on that on that episode, I think from a week ago. Again, you, you have chemistry, right? And and I listen to you with me now. I'm like, yeah, I think you're ready for interviewing because. Uh, the way I guess you have a, the same way you, you know how to let it flow, the conversation <laughs> flow and it'll work as long as the other person is doing the same thing and they catch on, you have good chemistry. Um, then you have a great podcast episode because I, cause when I look, I can't believe we're still talking about Stacy, but what, when she, when she, and I know you're listening. She does that. But listen, she does that, right? Yeah, she does. She, she has that effect on us, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so when when the when I'm gonna tell you, Stacy, when she first created it, right? I gave her the name and all of that stuff. Yeah. I said, okay, are you gonna do any interviews? She says, no, 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 no. It's just gonna be me. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I start seeing her get some interviews. I'm like, I guess, well, I guess that doesn't work then. So uh she's just you know I, I guess you know when you bring in people it's just nice to yeah. as you say bounce off ideas off each other and i think um again as i mentioned like with the with the comedians it's it's great because you see the chemistry and i think that's what a, a lot of professionals regardless if it's in healthcare or not maybe in the lawn business whatever i could care less uh you know where people of from the same industry are just talking and then conversing and just having a good time. I think that's the, that's the point of it all. Absolutely. Cause we feel it. We, we've been there and we feel it and we know yes. and what worked for you, what worked for me. Yes. You know? Right, right, right. And, and, yeah. and I think going back to the secret sauce, right. <laughs> so, before yeah. we run, so when, when I, um, yeah, there's, you can only release so much as I, as I mentioned before, I've had, I've had guests where they tell me things and then later on, they don't want it on the podcast. I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, I guess they reveal too much, you know, don't reveal out that that's secret sauce. Right. Um, but there is a way and I, I will, you know, because you say you have an entre- entrepreneurial mind, you apply that aspect with your podcast because if there's too much secret sauce, you want them to pay for the secret sauce, <laughs> you know? Right. You know, that's, that would lead to webinars that would lead to, you know, consulting services, you know, like, Hey, if you want more information, if you want the secret sauce, I think that's what you want to add into your podcast episode. If you want the secret sauce, go to talking to my producer, because I think she (laughs) actually said that to me, not the secret sauce, but she did say like, why don't you just give them a little bit and then bring them to a webinar or bring them to a consulting service or something. And I'm like, Oh, okay. She's like, you know, Sometimes right. people pay for this information. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's oh, right. Oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I think what what um what a lot of people 
well, there's, there is a, I don't know. There is a, I don't want to say confusion, but there is a mix up between doing a webinar, right. And doing a mm-hmm. podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I think of podcast, a podcast episode, I don't think webinar. Yeah. I don't think slides. I don't think whatever. I think of this, this yeah. unstructured, no question, just jump on the microphone and talk. That's what I've always thought podcasts would be. But then when, when I guess, I don't know, I, I've, I've heard some podcasts where it's very structured, but sometimes, sometimes people like that, but that's I'm not podcasts, that's webinars, but then right. people, people turn webinars into I'm sorry. They turn podcast episodes into email captures. You got to sign up to listen to the podcast episode. And I said, well, that's not a podcast episode. That's just a webinar. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the the idea of webinars is capturing, you know, capturing information so that way you send them out marketing, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So that's where I see, you know, the mix up, but the the idea is still there. We did did put together that when you sign up to, to do my podcast, it's through Eventbrite. It's zero dollars. It doesn't cost right, anything. Right. It wasn't to bring people in, but um, I need it to go on my calendar. If it doesn't oh, go on my calendar, okay. it doesn't happen. So thinking about <laughs> that with other people was, yeah, some people are like me and they need to have that blocked off on their calendar where their 15 minute warning comes up. Okay. The podcast is coming on so you can listen to it oh, because it's live. And- Yours it's is live. live. That's right. why. And then they can listen to it afterwards. It, it, yes, you yes, record yes, yes. It and, and it's available afterwards, but it is live mm-hmm. and we're just chatting. So we're trying to think of how to, to give people that warning there so that it's coming up and if they want to stop during the day and it's Thursday morning, yeah, 10 yeah, o'clock, yeah. it's not yeah. uh, so it's, it is, you do have an opportunity to stop there and just listen for a few minutes and see what's going on, what I have to say. And so we do, we do, have them sign up for it, but yes, not yes. right. No, but then it, you know, my, my producer will go through and she'll put it on all the social media. Miss today's, then you can capture it right. here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. No, I, I, I think you make a good point because it's live. Yeah, that's that's one of the aspects because because I think when I did um when I started the YouTube again, I would create the content and then I did the premiere. Right. Mm-hmm. I would do the premiere, but I think I'm doing it wrong uh, because I would just schedule it. But then nobody's there. But I need to do what you did is like create the event. Yeah. Come to my premiere and get up, you know, whatever. Watch it for some reason. <laughs> you know, uh, that's that's how I see it, though, because of yours is live now because yeah. your your event is live. Like, how is it different from like what we're doing now, this is going to be pre-recorded. It's going to be edited. Like how, like, because you're on the spot, I'm sure it's the same thing as speaking, but is it the same way as speaking or what's the difference or how do you feel when you do it live? Well, I, I, I like my topics mm. and I feel very excited. I, I get really excited very easily. You hype so. yourself up for it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Oh my gosh, you know, let's, let's talk about the, 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 um, the new code that came out for low back pain. Oh Oh my God, low back pain. Everybody builds low back pain. (laughs) Let's talk about low back pain. So I get really excited. It's only 30 minutes. Um, And I know I can talk for a lot longer than that. It's just like, okay, let's be, let's make sure that we're just talking about the important stuff at this moment. Mm -hmm. And um, 
and whatever happens, happens. Sometimes there's that moment of, oh, I can't remember what that is. But then it just reminds people that I'm human, just like right. they are. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm not anything spectacular. I'm just mm. like you. I'm working my job here, and I am gonna have one of those brain farts. I'm gonna. <laughs> you know, it's gonna so I think that the, that's the the part of the live that just. I, I want everybody to know that I'm real. I'm just like you. Yes. And if I can do it, you can do it. Mm. If you need help, I want to be approachable. I want you to email me. I want you to reach out to me. Let's let's have a chat. Let's see how I can help you. And if it's something that is easy to do, easy to help you with, a yes or no, or here, go read the guidelines, right? <laughs> then that's what I'll do. But if it's something more, I'll say, well, this probably needs to be an engagement where we can look deeper into this mm. and mm. really, you know, see what's going on there. But I, I want people to know that I'm, I'm just like them. I get yeah. up every day and go to work and, and have my job and um, not, you know, not, not so far away that they can't reach me. That's right. I, I think you, you hit it the hit it right on the, the button is, is the word real. We yeah. need more real people, right? Not just, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, you know, when, when people say, Oh, you're, uh, like for some people, oh, you're an internet celebrity. I'm like, I'm no internet celebrity. You know, I'm just the guy who wanted to talk with the other people and uh, people. And just everybody happens to know who you are. Yeah. So. And so like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I'm just, you know, what you, what you get here is what you'll get in real life. When you mm-hmm. contact me for help, or if you have any, if you want to ask a question, I will give you the same amount of energy as I'm giving you here in the podcast. Now, my wife, for my wife though, she's like, you don't do that when you, <laughs> you don't do that when you're when you stop recording. You, you're a totally different guy. I'm like, yeah, because, um, you're my, <laughs> you you. This is the, you know, I'm not. That, I don't want to say this is fake, but you know, it's like I need to have a certain amount of energy to do yeah. this versus trying to be relaxed. When I'm relaxed, I'm just for me. This is where I can channel that energy because yeah. if not, I'm just like. I'm, I'm the, that little rubber ball. I'm pinging off the walls. I've got ideas and thoughts and I'm working yeah. stuff. And I get so very excited about everything that I do. Mm. That's one thing people would say, people that know me, when I feel very passionate about it, I get so giddy and excited and yeah. I can't wait to tell you about it. And yeah. um, so having the podcast is really nice to channel that mm. as opposed to just being that rubber ball bouncing all through the room. Yeah. So it doesn't go anywhere. It just stays in your four walls, right? So that's the idea. Like let it release it somewhere. And then I think the the next step after you release it is relatability. Mm-hmm. You know, you're real as a result yeah. of that, people can relate. And that's how you create connections. And that's be that's that's what's you know, it's gonna happen with your podcast. It's happened to mine. Um you. when you just be real. That's that's all it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. So geez, what time is it? All right. So we've, we've gone, I'm not going to go three hours. All right. So (laughs) I'm not going to go three hours. So let's wrap it up Uh, again, Christine, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, It was great picking your brain on how you break down topics, how you uh, try to explain how you got it. I think that's, that's the, that's the idea. And when you tell me you got it, I'm like, how did, can you explain further? And I, I wanted to dig deeper, open those doors. And I think, I think I have a good idea. It's very similar to mine, mm-hmm. uh, but with your entrepreneurial spirit, I think that's, that's what makes it work. Right. So um, let me ask you these last two questions. The first question is what does the future hold for you? Well, at some point I'd like to retire. 
<laughs> well, anytime in the near future, but yeah, that, that is kind of the goal. Yeah. Um, but the future is, is I'm just riding this out and seeing where we're going with this. I, I do love this industry. And mm. I think I shared with you, I, I've always worked in this industry yeah. and nothing else has ever caught my, my attention or my, my passion. So uh, I look forward to everything that we're doing. I, I look forward to the changes that are happening in this industry. Mm. I look forward to more people getting involved in this industry. Um, I think that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Right. Yeah. Riding the to motivate wave, more right? people. Yeah. Right. Ride that wave. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just continue writing it. Yeah. I, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Um, anything new with the podcast? We're just going to stay the same or you, you're going to, you said you wanted to involve guests. I think I am going to bring guests on in the, uh, maybe at the beginning of the year Yeah. when we start our next season and uh, we'll start doing that, bringing people on. And I've made so many wonderful connections in the last couple of years that I have people now that I can call and say, Hey, I would love to hear your, you talk with me about whatever it is, modifier 51 yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or whatever the, 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 the topic is that's coming up in the, um, so I think maybe next year we'll definitely start having some people on to the podcast and, uh, yeah, that's going to be good. fun. Sounds good. Now, I, I forgot to mention the reason why it, what sparked me to connect with you to, aside from calling me Tony, um, <laughs> the I think what sparked it is I kept on seeing your podcast promoted on multiple groups. Um, one of them being, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to AAPC Orlando. Um, <laughs> I see... I mean, what's the name of your producer? Uh, Alexis Combs. I, I know it starts with an A. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alexis I keep, Combs. Yeah. keep on. She's just, amazing. Yeah, I just keep on seeing it on my feed. I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. Wait, <laughs> here it is again, Alexis Combs. I'm like, oh mm -hmm. my goodness, there it is. I'm like, I, I'm like, and I go to the next group because I, every. Every AAPC chapter that I speak with, I join their group. You know, yes. and I think every time I I make it a habit. The same way when you connect with people, I make it a habit that if they invite me, I thank them, mm -hmm. right? But I don't make the mistake of calling them Tony or <laughs> group, right? But I, but I always, you know, what I always do is I always take a picture of of this setup here, and I would always say, hey, thank you for having me. If there's anything, if you have any questions about the whatever topic I talked about for the day, reach out to me. And so just kind of like a little bit cur courtesy. Um, but yeah, all those groups that I joined, uh, <laughs> I kept on seeing that post. I'm like, okay, there's something happening here that I need to connect. Like I was just drawn to the marketing of, uh, of Alexis. And I'm like, okay, I need to connect with Christine and get her on the podcast, have her talk about this. And so I got very just, lucky with her. Not only does she produce all the podcasts, but she's an amazing marketer yeah. and, um, and a great motivator. Like she, she does a great job of keeping me motivated, but she, I, I, I can't take all the credit. She, she actually has her own independent company as well yeah, yeah. marketing. And so she works with some of the other um, big names in our industry as well. And she helps produce their, their events and, and a lot of their marketing material as well. So she just happens to live very close to me. And oh, um, okay. so that's what I, I wanted to ask is how yeah. did you get connected with her? That's, that was, yes. I know we're at the yeah. end of the podcast, but I'm going to, I want to throw in that through my son, my, so Alexis and my son, when they were younger, were in 4-H together. Oh. And so I, I actually had the pleasure of watching her grow up and 
and those were her passions. And she she also has a very big interest in in the coding world as well. Oh, does she? So I got to mentor her. But then, you know, she was in college and doing her thing as well. And, and it, it just blended together. And one day she was like, you know, I think I can help you make that better. And I mm. said, oh, okay, I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do that. So, um, yeah, so I, I get to spend a lot of time with her, but she also spends a lot of time with, with other people around and, uh, and, and helping them out with their marketing. I'm really blessed. Oh, very good. Very good. Well, shout out to her because uh, that's what led to this podcast episode. All right. I will, I will definitely. I think I owe her a lunch now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, well, without her, I wouldn't have got, it wouldn't have caught my eye to go back. I'm like, oh, wait, that's the LinkedIn message where she called me Tony. You know, so I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that lady. Now I remember. It is nice to go back to the, I always go back to LinkedIn messages. I'm like, how mm-hmm. did we connect? Oh, that lady. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I will have you know that I double and triple check from now Perfect. on when I send my personal messages. So they're, they are definitely heartfelt. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I mean, I didn't, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I got the genuine part. <laughs> yeah. I understood it and we're all connected. Now let's get Thank into the last question. What, okay. what was How did I rephrase it? The one when we first started, what best words of advice could you give based on what you're going through now? Um, network, meet people, talk to people, take advice when it's mm. given to you. That's mm. a great way to go. And uh, yeah, network, meet people, ask okay. questions, find solutions, <laughs> read the guidelines. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all my key things. So there you have it. That completes my interview with Christine Hall. Christine, thank you for being on the podcast. You can check out Christine on social media, including LinkedIn. I've also noticed Sterling Global Solutions can be found on Instagram. And of course, you can go to her company website, SterlingGlobalSolutions.com. That's S-T-I-R-L-I-N-G, GlobalSolutions.com. MedicalCodingGeek.com Looking for a convenient, cost-effective solution for interventional radiology coding training? Check out Cracking the IR Code, Mastering Interventional Radiology and Cardiology Coding Online Education. Created by interventional radiology coding expert Stacy Buck of RadRx. This comprehensive online training offers access to content for one year, Q&A support available during your one-year enrollment period, hundreds of coding scenarios, and actual operative reports. What are you waiting for? It's time to earn that specialty credential. Go to RadRx for additional testimonials and information and use our promo code GEEK10 for special pricing. Again, go to RadRx and use our promo code GEEK10 for special pricing.